Hello, I'm Amanda Taylor, and this is My First Name is Agent, a regular report of my journey to watch all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe chronologically in-world before Avengers Infinity War hits theaters April 27th, 2018. Today's topic, The Avengers. I've seen this movie about 100 million times, approximately. I'm not sure that I've counted but it feels like it's been that many times because this movie is unadulterated fangirl joy. My main takeaway from this movie is that those crazy nerds did it. They made a movie with these characters working as a team, a beautiful movie at that, and just, wow, I'm gushing. I'm going to try to stop. I have to wonder, in terms of merch, cosplay, or Disney bounding, why don't I own a shield jumpsuit? Maria Hill is kind of a fashion icon of mine. She's easily my favorite lady in these movies so far, and not just because she's a total babe, but also because she's cool under pressure. I am not. She pulls off saying things about birds being off the ground and losing power in hovercrafts in a very casual way. Not only is Maria stunning, but Pepper gets some great moments in this movie, and of course, Natasha is the star of the show. She taught me some Russian, and how to manipulate a man, which is simply to be a woman. I love her ways of spying and getting information from people. The scene she has with Loki where she talks about having red in her leisure is so beautiful because she goes straight for the emotion he wants her to. Shame, regret, sorrow. But she doesn't actually feel any of these things because she's the effing black widow and she bows to no man. She's just such an inspiration. Widow can throw down with the boys, and even after she experiences true terror through her run-in with the Hulk, she gets back in the fight to go save her friend Clint. Although she has emotional moments, she doesn't let them rule her, and none of these ladies do. However, these women do not interact. I know that we're not as into Joss Whedon as we once were, but I still expected more of the guy who made Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Where the heck are my Maria and Natasha team-ups? It's insanely disappointing to me that we still have these disconnected female characters. And since I'm your resident feminist killjoy, I will point out again that there is one woman here in a team of men. I have a lot of other thoughts about this movie. For one, the score puts me into a tizzy. Like, Clapping my hands for joy. Someone made the argument recently that the Avengers don't have a catchy or recognizable theme, and I replied by aggressively humming it at them. Do not come for Alan Silvestri. Not on my watch. The jokes Tony has been making to this point have been funny. In this movie, he is uproarious. I will pay money to get nicknamed by Tony Stark. Point Break, Legolas, Capsicle. Seriously, his jokes have jokes. It's also really nice that he and Pepper and Phil have a moment, or 12% of a moment, at the beginning because they started this whole crazy business. The immediate improvement of the character of Bruce Banner as portrayed by Mark Ruffalo is almost absurd. When he yells and then says, I'm sorry, that was mean, while being awkward in a linen suit, it's so perfect, it's insulting to the other ones. All the other ones. He understands how to harness the duality of Banner and the Hulk. He also gets to do science. Plus, Liv Tyler could pull off being with Ruffles. Hashtag justice for Betty Ross. The way they introduce all these characters to one another is 
genius. Steve is just like, oh, hello, good sir. It is a pleasure to meet you. I'm wearing extremely high-waisted pants. While Tony's like, allow me to override your PA so I can play some rock music. Those guys are so predictable, right? Bruce is kind of wringing his hands. Thor flies in and takes without asking. What a bunch of goobers. But then they get together, and it feels like my family group text where everyone is competing to be the funniest one. But I gotta say, doth mother know you weareth her drapes is the best line of the movie. Please comment if you disagree. I mentioned Natasha conquering her fear, but all of these characters are scared. Except maybe Steve, that guy's the worst. The rest of them recognize the risk and their own mortality and exhibit actual moments of doubt and resistance to charging ahead. Which brings me to the worst moment in the movie. Worst as in sad, not poorly executed, because the moment is perfect. I am speaking, of course, of the death of Agent Phil Coulson. You might have realized by now that this podcast is named for him. The line, Phil, his first name is Agent, is very funny, and also got sort of reused in a clever way in Agent Carter, and is possibly one of my favorite things ever. So Phil Coulson, he's obsessed with Captain America, and that makes him basically join S.H.I.E.L.D., And then he gets to work with him. He is the fanboy and girl in all of us. Or I guess where we wish we could end up. I love him because he's so unassuming, but enthusiastic. He's principled and not powered. He has absolutely nothing fancy keeping him from meeting his end. No suit, no special blood. He's unruffled and just such a sweet man. I love his character so dearly. The moment Thor gets trapped in the glass cage, I always start crying because I know it's coming. I hate when they're all having that moment of being defeated and then Loki stabs Phil in the back like a jerk. And even as he's dying, Phil Coulson tells the bad guy he's going to lose and then blasts him with a flame gun. This moment always hurts, but the last time I watched it, it hit me super hard. You know, life's not fair. And that's not okay. Coulson even gives him permission to exploit his death, which I fully endorse, because he's just that company man who really and truly believes in the cause. I've never had that conviction about anything longer than like five minutes in my life, and I love him for it. I was so traumatized over this death, and every time I watch it, I am re-traumatized. I didn't really feel good about it until I personally talked to Clark Gregg at an unrelated to Marvel event. He's alive, I kept telling myself. And then, you know, of course, he came back live in the MCU too. But man, that does not stop me from crying a lot every single time he dies. The layers to this movie about teamwork being motivated not only by the individual need to prove oneself or even avenging a martyr or even keeping people safe, but... How many nuanced things need to work to bring a group together in a way that will keep them in harmony are so intricate. I appreciate the discussion of secrecy, one person holding all the vintage Captain America training cards, as it were, and who to trust or not trust. And I really love the way that Tony talks to Bruce about embracing and harnessing his crazy and turning it into an asset he can be proud of. This story is all about Thor's influence and how his goodness can be manipulated. He has power, but what if it's weaponized? His very presence threatened the way of life on Earth. The villain is still the good guy, but evil, but in a complex way that's actually interesting. 
I have always found Loki's let me choose for you message to be particularly evil since that's pretty much exactly what I've always been told Satan does. Joss, have you been attending Sunday school? Other little moments I appreciated were the random cop who's clearly a direct descendant of Daniel Souza from Agent Carter. LOL, here's to the featured extras. I love that super long shot that follows the Avengers flying and smashing and shooting and punching and hammering and other adjectives while they're fighting the Chitari. Like, seamless teamwork is happening and here's the cinematography to prove it. Also, that shawarma joke at the end, the one they did a special shoot for, that is the kind of thing that dreams are made of, as is the entirety of the MCU. My next episode will be an exploration of phase one, which is almost complete. Till then... On my first name is Agent.